You're listening to Holly Crap, a mostly holiday Hallmark movie podcast. There's no one keeping us in check now. It is just Jen and We're Vicky go wild. <laughs> having a conversation about the 12th date of Christmas. Not yes. 12 days of Christmas, not 12 dates of Christmas, but the, the 12th, 12th date. date of Christmas. It should have been are we just in it now? Is this the episode? I think we're in it. This is the episode. Okay. Let's just let's just roll. Um it should have been called the 13th either 12 dates of Christmas because they went on 12 different dates or the 13th date of Christmas because their date was the 13th date. I agree. It totally should have been the 13th date of Christmas. Ugh. It would have been well, better. But maybe that um, would have given it away. Or, I mean, we, I mean, all we knew. kind of all I did knew not what was going to happen. Yeah, I did not read the synopsis. And, um, well, I feel like we could just dive into our five-minute guesses because I feel like I guessed, I guessed what was going to happen. All right, go. Having not read anything. Go My five-minute thing was they're going to compete for the same job and somehow both get it and fall in love. That's what I wrote. <laughs> I, or, and I wrote, or there's some sort of like competition for the job, which sort of ended up sort of happening. Like, you know, they're trying to like outdo each other with these um, different scavenger hunt shit. And yeah. anyway, yeah, so I, that was my five minute guess. That was, was pretty close. That was pretty much my five minute guess. I was like, okay, well, obviously they both want the job. They're going to get forced to work together and one of them's going to hate it, but then yeah. they're going to fall in love at the end and Ugh. there's going to be a misunderstanding and someone's going to get the job, but it'll be fine. Um, so, well, I guess we can do our 30 second thing, but I was just thinking because Jesse's not here to time us. Vicky. <gasps> oh, shit. Do I have to time us? Oh, no. I would do it on my phone, but I'm looking at you on my phone right now. All right, you ready? Thirty okay. seconds. I'm just gonna start a timer and I'm gonna I'm gonna show it to you so you can watch. Okay. Okay. Ready? Okay. Three, two, one, go. Okay. We have this woman named Jennifer who moved to Chicago from Iowa to be a head game creator, and she gets stuck working with this asshole man Aiden on some scavenger hunt for Christmas, and they have to like come up with creative things all around the city of Chicago and. Um, she's really good at it and he's an asshole like just such an asshole and they end up falling in love somehow even though he's fucking condescending as shit and so she gets to stay in Chicago and doesn't have to move back to Iowa with her needy ass grandma oh that's good it. job <laughs> you did that in like 28 seconds uh, can you tell my feelings on Aiden <laughs> so what you're saying is you didn't really like Aiden he's such a fucking asshole but we'll talk about it all right after you do you want me your to do the, 30, the 30 second recap, this is actually extra stressful because I have to like start myself. I know, I don't know how like Jesse does it and he goes into like this like zen yeah. trance. Zen trance of, all right, all right, ready? Uh, three, two, one, go. <laughs> okay, so um, Aiden, Jennifer, they work at a game company where they do like experiential games, it seems. It seems uh, a little shocked that there's such a large company that does that. 
Aiden is the grumpy dude. Jennifer like really loves Christmas and baking, not cooking, baking. Um, uh, she's from Iowa. She lives in Chicago. Her none of her family knows why. She wants this big promotion. He wants this big promotion. Uh, they're forced to work together, but then one of them gets the promotion and they fall in love, and I'm over. Good job. I went over by. Did you do it in thirty seconds? No. Oh boy, thirty-one sixty-nine. Yep. Um. So that was I it. Really, so yeah, I got. I thought that was good. I got really excited that it was taking place in Chicago because that's where I lived for so long. But did it? Um, did it take place in Chicago? Well, I know. And so then I was like laughing because I knew it wouldn't be filmed there, and it wasn't. Um, but I thought maybe they would make some more specific references to the city, especially since the scavenger hunt. The whole concept was that it was like learning about the city that you live in. And it was just like, if they even did like a minuscule amount of research, they could have put some more personal touches on things. Yeah. I feel like the only like actual Chicago reference, aside from saying this takes place in Chicago, was when they mentioned the Blackhawks. And when they mentioned Portillo's and they were like, nobody would go there for a date. And I was like, well, I mean, maybe you would. I don't know. It's like kind of like a fast food restaurant and has like good milkshakes. <laughs> but And they had some of the neighborhoods, but like they were just so, it was just so, yeah. I was like, you guys really could have done a little bit more digging. And so like they like, so Jennifer moved there from Iowa, which like so many people from Iowa live in Chicago. Well, it's the, I mean, it's the big Midwestern city. Yeah. It's the big Midwestern city. And so she'd been there like a year and a half and Aiden was like such a fucking dick to her and was like, I'm a true Chicagoan, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, you were an army brat, dickwad. Like you came here every Christmas and then you are calling yourself a Chicagoan, but like you did not grow up here just because. Like, it just made me so angry. He was just so mean. Yeah. Yeah. And she, like, truly loved the city. I mean, it was her idea that was, like, let's get people to, like, learn the city and all that. And so she was, like, so super excited about it. And then to, like, sit there and be like, oh, well, you don't know the city. You've only lived here for a year and a half. Yeah. It's like, Like, well, that restaurant closed and the tickets to the Rockettes have been sold out for months. And it was just, like, so, like, I don't know. He just was, like, really irritating and i was writing in my notes i'm like even if he warms up which i know that he will because this was like in the beginning that i was writing yeah. this he's still condescending like he's just like fucking prick like i'm like you that doesn't change the fact that you're still kind of looking down upon her um and she was like so meek oh my god point where i was like just like stop <laughs> Okay, so I wrote Stop this. Being that way. So I wrote this twice. I wrote Jennifer has really good friends, so her roommate that keeps telling her to like stick up for herself and speak up and stuff like that was awesome. Yeah. And then when um the woman that's in charge of the hotel, Wanda, Wanda was Wanda. like Wanda was great. Wanda was amazing and was like hey, you need to speak up for yourself more. Yeah. And I actually wrote down what's up Hallmark Channel and being all women empowerment. Yeah, I was like, this is great, but they still made her like, like yeah. she was like, one I mean, of the she promotion like, was like all weird about it. Well, she finally like, I mean, let's face it, it is like, you know, it is I think hard for women to speak up, and I think it I takes mean, a lot of absolutely. Um, you know, I think a lot of us 
I know you do. Um, sometimes we'll like continue doing things, um, you know, at work or just like be like, okay, well, I'm not going to speak up even if it's something that you should speak up about Mm -hmm. because it's, you don't want to like, I think women don't want to rock the boat and you're just like, well, I'll just keep doing this. And we've been, it's easier to just do it. It's easier to just do it than to stick up for yourself. And it's not, I don't even think it's sticking up for yourself. Um, I think it's just taking care of yourself really. And I think that it's so, it's so hard for women to do that. And I was actually really surprised. And actually I really appreciated that the Hallmark channel made a few mentions in this movie about basically Jennifer speaking up for herself and why she needs to speak up for herself at work and why, and, and all that. And so I, I was actually really proud of the Hallmark channel for doing that. And I thought that that was something that was really interesting. I thought it was interesting. And I kind of wish they would do that in more movies because a lot of the Hallmark channel movies, the women, you know, have these like high powered career jobs and then they're looked down on. And then they, when they fall in mm-hmm. love, they quit their job. And, like, and I'm, I'm like, well, now I'm with my man and I'm going to live okay. here. And this was in this looked at it from a different perspective. Like this was her working for a job, speaking up for herself. And then ultimately getting the position right which was amazing now did you get frustrated though by how like meek she was because like i totally agree with everything i know i struggle with it i know a lot of people struggle with it but she was so like i'm like how did you even get this job in the first place you're so weird i mean she eventually like started to like speak up for herself but i was like oh my god like it it actually was to the point where it was annoying me i was like you're you're like like and i was like what are you some sort of like masochist that you're like hanging out i mean i know you're working with aiden on this project but he's like so he's like condescending and putting you down and you're like just like this it just really their dynamic like even as he warmed up and even as she got like a little bit more um you know, confident and stuff, their dynamic still really just irritated me. I didn't see a spark. Like there's some of the movies that we've watched and I'm like, oh, I feel like they had like, you know, more a, spark, b- more of a chemistry. Yeah. I just didn't. Yeah. I feel like the, <sighs> the leads in Hallmark channels, it's either they have chemistry or they just don't like, there's no like yeah. weird yeah, middle of the road um i think what's the one that we watched um with the hockey player i was just gonna say i thought they had chemistry that one that one they had really great chemistry and i liked yeah. that one um and it was what was it called like uh taking a shot at love taking a shot at love <laughs> yeah and yeah i was that was actually the one i was just thinking of in my head i'm like they had fun chemistry and yeah like, like fun parts, like you're like oh yeah. I, would, I would i would hang out with these people as like a yes. couple like they look they seem like a fun couple to hang out with right. this it's sort of like She's kind of like, oh, I don't want to stand up for myself. And he's like, I'm grumpy and I'm going to be I condescending like to be and I would rather be alone. And it was just. And it was like really weird. I mean, really like her office and how it was decorated for Christmas. <laughs> and then she went into his office and she was like, oh, you have like a minimalist vibe here. And literally was like, the first thing I wrote down. Really? Because I'm like, he has like a normal office. He had artwork up like just because she's an insane person. Like 
literally, if I worked with somebody that had an office like that, <laughs> I totally mean, I'd probably next find year. it really funny. But <laughs> it's literally the first thing I wrote was, oh, my God, who decorates their office that much? Wait, Vicky, are you going to do it? Are you going to decorate your office? You'll have to wait and see. I'll help you decorate. We'll see. We can put up a train that goes around. (laughs) Just circles around my desk like all day. Yeah, it'll be great. (laughs) You have to like hop over the train to get into my office. No, it'll be like on the like. I don't know if you guys had. We could hang it from the ceiling. That's what I'm saying. Like it'd be like up above. Like I remember we had a McDonald's in our mall growing up that had one. That like drove around the McDonald's. Was that a thing like at other McDonald's? I have no idea, but now I want to hang a train from my ceiling. Yes. Okay. It's it's happening. <laughs> this would be epic. Um, so one of the things that I didn't understand and I felt like well, okay, there were a couple there were a couple like subplots that I thought were really stupid and didn't like I one okay, I'm now talking about too many things the first subplot that i really got annoyed by and i didn't really understand was the fact that she had to move back to iowa if she didn't get this head game creator job and i was like just because your grandma wants to like bake cakes with you like it was like they were trying to establish the sense of urgency that she like had to have this job i guess so both subplots were the reasons why these people had to have jobs because the other one was the old house that was like fucking beautiful. And I'm like, this house is A, not in Chicago. <laughs> yeah. On the <laughs> south B, side. Yeah. It's like B, like that's, it was just like really, um, really like far-fetched reasons that people had to have this head game creator job. Yeah. Right? I feel like um, the house, uh, I mean, it was so tertiary, but like it, it was I feel like that one I'm like, OK, well, it's that that had more like realism more, to me yeah, than totally, than the like I'm a historical. Home yeah. And then. Like, yeah. And it was part of the family and their grandfather right. built the house. And but I also just like didn't care about it. So I was like, I don't care. But yeah. Right. It was yeah. Way more but it, it had it had realism. And, and, you know, the obviously a promotion usually comes with a raise. And he's like, hey, when I get a raise, I will use that money to help fun the house and so that like i get but like her like <laughs> i have to move back if i don't get this promotion like because people won't understand why i moved to chicago like like in her uh, why, in him even asking sh- her like why did you move here and it was like because everyone moves not everyone but a lot of times people move to big cities because I mean, they want to move to big cities. Yeah, I thought I thought that. And like they made it seem like now I'm not from a small town. I know you are from a small town. Mm-hmm. Um, they made it feel like being from a small town is like this weird major like disadvantage in life. And <laughs> I was like, this is weird. And I didn't understand. Yeah, I totally didn't understand that. Like, I totally get like, you know, your family wanting um, you know, my family's not that, but um, your family, like people's families that are close and they want to be like near their family. Like, you know, I yeah, know some people like that, but, like, but usually families you want you to be happy. And if, and first of all, Iowa's like three not hours that away. far from Chicago. No, you can go home and visit. It's not like on the weekend. Yeah. It's not like you move to like another country. 
far, far away across the world. Like you moved yeah. to Chicago. You lived in Iowa. I like, and I and I don't understand like I feel like and then once like her grandmother was actually brought into it, you're just like, oh, her grandmother just wants the best for her. And I yeah. it didn't seem like her grandmother was like, oh, you have to move home if you don't get this promotion. Like it was a really Ooh. weird pressure to like to have put on a, a lead to be it's just it's just weird. The premise just really didn't it just was like it didn't so far make sense. It's not like she had like it's not like her grandmother was dying or someone in her family was dying. It was just like, oh, you need to if you don't get this promotion for this company that you've only been working at for a year and a half. Yeah, you like been here so short. Like I think about you I've have been to living in Oregon come for home. three years now and it doesn't feel like that. Like a year and a half is like no time at all to be in a place. Yeah. It's yeah. I mean, so short. Yeah. So that was a very weird premise. And the, um, the house one just, it, it seems so such a tertiary thing. Like every once in a while they'd be yeah. like, oh, let's go back to the house. And, and then at the end when they like all of a sudden started having all these like alumni that were like, I'll fix your pipes for free. And I was like, what the, I don't, what is happening right now? Like, I don't. Yeah, I didn't care because I don't know the grandfather that passed away. Yeah, they um, did. I, I felt like they should have like there should have been if they were going to go down that storyline, like there should have just been more. Yeah, right. Because it was like just a little but not enough that it, it I had any sort of connection to it. I was like, I don't care. So I w- I'm looking at my notes and I just have I'm changing the subject. But I just I this made me laugh because um throughout the movie she kept saying hi to her neighbor that was ignoring her and at first i wrote the first time it happened i was like is she dead like and he doesn't see her and then the second time it happened i was like dude that guy is like deaf he can't hear her and then i was right <laughs> like later on and i was like so then that was a, that was my third um subplot kind of thing that was happening yeah, and that i was like what is the really point of this yeah why did you have this whole just so that you could introduce the that guy to her grandmother was that like maybe the reason why at the end it, but it, it feels was like just so weird that he was, was deaf and more like, probably in the script and then yeah. what got edited you know that's a good point yes. so i feel like maybe there was more in the script and there was probably more to all of those subplots, although, again, the moving back to Iowa, if you don't get the job from a company you've been at for a year and a half, is still a bit strange. Um, but also having, like, this neighbor where they, like, they felt the need to show multiple interactions of him seemingly ignoring her just to later find out that he owns a Christmas tree farm and is deaf. I was like deaf. He had hearing aids. Well, but he must have been pretty, pretty. He said he takes his uh, hearing aids hard of hearing out when he gets without, home. Yeah. <laughs> It was just really like, what? What's the point of that? Just, just so that they, she could like know the Christmas tree farmer, or something. And also, I'm like, where, where is that that you can cut down your own tree? It has to be pretty far from Chicago. They, they didn't go just to the northern suburbs. Yeah, you kind of have to probably get out of the city a bit to get to a few acres and a farm to where you cut down a tree. Yeah. They were like not doing that in Evanston or whatever. Are you sure? It's, yeah, I don't think so. Um, I also like so. What are your thoughts on Aiden? Did you find Did you find him to be as condescending as I did? 
Yeah, I found it to be pretty condescending, especially especially in the beginning. Um, he has like a massive chip on his shoulder. Yes. And I also wrote down, um, well, he is the grumpy guy and he is the worst. And then I wrote like, you know, you definitely like there's no way he should ever get a supervisory position because no. he obviously cannot work with people. He like and flat out that, was like, I hate working with people. So then why the fuck would you want to manage somebody? Like, yeah. And that that was be with people. a little frustrating. Um, I mean, I think he he started to like warm up, obviously, as you do. So over the well, course of about 45 question. minutes um but you i know, do my next question is that he had this like huge shift at the restaurant like after he ate her cookies or something and i was like Maybe so my next question is special why why did was it the cookies like what warmed his heart he like all of a sudden was like i'm not mean and it was like but yes you are like so i just was curious like what do you think warmed his heart well all right i'm i'm gonna dive into aiden a little bit so he's a military brat right which means Mm -hmm. he probably moves around he moved around a lot as a kid so he probably never was able to really form full strong relationships and connections with people so i'm gonna bet he probably has some sort of a wall up right Mm -hmm. and jennifer makes really good cookies it sounds like you know, mm-hmm. cookies, which made me want cookies like the entire time I was watching. Yeah, there's a lot of cookie making. Um, And so maybe it was just he, you know, her sweetness and warmth. Um, and then being in that hotel that he did say like his dad took him to as a kid. Um, maybe that helped him to kind of like he like, you know, it's like that slow, like opening up of a yeah, person. Yes. So, um, so. You know, I mean, I give him that. I I honestly think that would take have taken longer. That's what it is. Honestly, it was, I think it. Just but again, they like only have ninety that. minutes to do it in. So yeah. Um, and then he's still like, you know, he still had the, like a bit of an edge and kind of a chip yes. on his shoulder. Um, I feel and like that even and when that he took a little bit. The, even when he thought he got the job at the end, I felt like he was even then he was like, sorry, like I got the job. Like I just. I just felt like he was still kind of a dick. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I I don't think he was a dick at that point. I mean, like, what else are you going to say? Like, oh, please don't give me the job. Give it to this other person. Like, I mean, he did say that. Yeah, but I meant like when he was talking to her, like, he was like, I just like, what's he going to say? I mean, what's he going to say? Like, hey, I can't go. I'm sorry. Like. The boss wants me to meet with him about right. the, job. About the job. And and she's like, Oh, did you get it? He's like, I don't I don't know, but I would rather it come from me. Like I'd rather say something to you than you hear it from other people. So I think that that's actually I mean, that's actually kind of a good thing to do. Yeah. And like how do you how do you say like that waiting, to someone anyway? Waiting until he actually got it, but I don't know. I think I just I had a chip on my shoulder, but there wouldn't have been a conflict. The ever so teeny tiny conflict that there was like, she had to get upset, right? Like there had to be that in the movie and the potential of her moving back to Iowa. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, there had to, there had to be that quote unquote conflict, which was like the tiniest, most minute, like she was like, Oh, well that really sucks. And then she was set then her grandmother was there and then she was better and you know yeah 
which I was, I'm looking at my notes again and um, going back to the neighbor. Remember when she left him a paper wreath and she hung it on one of those light bulbs, like one of his Christmas string light bulbs? I think, I think I zoned out. Okay, well, that's totally fine. I mean, it was a very, very minor thing, but she was knocking to leave him a paper wreath, but he couldn't hear her. So then she just left it. And like, you know, the, the giant old Christmas light bulbs, like, um, she just hung the paper wreath on one of the light bulbs. And I was like, isn't that like sort of a fire hazard? Those things, those old ones get really hot and you're hanging this like paper wreath on just directly on a light. Maybe they were like the, like the faux old ones, you know, like they were like LED. Yeah, but knowing that, that guy, they're probably the actual old ones. And then he wouldn't hear a fire alarm because he's deaf. I mean, I'm just saying <laughs> she maybe wanted she, to kill him. She, she then burned down the house. Yeah, because she was like, you don't ever say hi to me. Because this was before she knew that he couldn't hear. Um, yeah. And I was like, what the hell is happening? So my, my next question, Vicky, because I thought that this whole concept of a Christmas scavenger hunt seemed really fun. Oh, I knew. Um, I was watching. I was like, oh, Jen's going to love this. Yeah, I was like, that's A, what a fun job, which you would never make enough money to live in Chicago and have your offices downtown for like just a scavenger hunt company. Yeah. Um, I feel like they had to do something else too. Else, Well, I guess they made like apps and stuff, but out of the 12 dates, I think, I don't know if we heard about every single one of them, but the ones that we did hear about, what would be your dream date? out of the 12 dates <laughs> so there was like the french restaurant and cooking the pear oh, the bouche de noel mm-hmm. the pear cider yeah pear cider and painting um the drummers <laughs> <laughs> do we remember Hotel. anything else <laughs> um uh, what were the other ones now i don't remember because i definitely was only- oh the christmas market which Chicago, it's the Chris Kindle market, which is amazing. Like that's actually like a really fun experience. Yeah, I feel like I feel like I'd I'd probably do the Christmas market. Um yeah. just because it's the most unique. So like ciders and painting. I mean, like I like I have cider in my fridge. Um and do you paint when you drink it? Uh n- no, but sometimes I draw. Um oh. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't really like those. I've, ne- you know what? I can't say I don't like them because I've never done it. Like one of those like wine and paint things. I've always wanted to, but I, I also I was actually like, just talking with a friend about it. Like I like to draw or do things on my own, but yeah, sometimes it's kind of fun to do. Like we're all doing this group painting and drinking. Yeah, into maybe, it. Maybe we should go. Maybe we should go try it. Maybe that could be a staff bonding Ooh. experience. Um, um, I think I would also go to the yeah. Christmas market, even though that is something that I would do every Christmas because it's when we get the mulled wine, glog or whatever you say. Glue wine, glue vine, glue vine. That, they I think just that's call the it German. glog, like G L O G G. Oh, I think in Germany it's like glue vine. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would like do that. that. I mean, I like, so Sean and I, um, we're in Europe for Christmas one year, and it was like the most amazing experience of I my you life. Saying that, wait, I, you went, I, where were you exactly? Where, did you get to go to like um, Nuremberg? 
No, no. Um, we were in Paris, Amsterdam, and Munich. So we uh. went to Christmas markets in Paris. There's not really a. There's not really which is huge. I mean, the Paris Christmas market is the entire like all along the Champs Elysees, and there is like I, I mean, it is it's mind blowing, and like there was so much good food. Mm. We drank so much mulled wine and boy does that hit you because then we decided to we were we were walking through it and we decided to walk to uh the arc de triomphe mm. which isn't really that far <laughs> but when you've been enjoying but lots of mulled when wine. you've been drinking a lot of mulled <laughs> wine in the middle of like the winter in paris and you're like oh we're gonna walk here and we're walking and at one point i sat down on a bench and i was like why does it keep moving further away? It's like Las Vegas where the things are so big that you're like, that's not that far. And then you're like walking and walking and walking. <laughs> yeah. it. I think it actually moved. No joke. I think it moved. Um, it didn't. But, um, it probably did. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it was just such an amazingly fun experience. I mean, we basically just ate. And I was like, that looks good. Let's buy more food. That looks good. Let's buy more food. Uh, and we just, and we just ate and here. drink wine. I mean, and again, like, so it's Europe, right? And so you can walk down the street drinking wine mm-hmm. like an adult. Well, the Christmas market America. in Chicago, it's, well, they expanded. So there's one that's downtown and then they put one that's by Wrigley Field. And it's pretty big. And then there's like these like tiny little like village like stores set up and there's like an ice rink and restaurants you can get like german sausage and and so it's not like you can walk around the city drinking it i mean you could <laughs> but um but it's like a good sec like a pretty large section that you can like so you can feel like you're strolling still oh so It'll like you really you can still walk around the whole christmas market with yeah oh that's yeah, cool exactly. i like that and it's like yeah a huge section so it's not like and you can watch people ice skating and yeah and there were like that's the other thing there that, were like, like rides I, at this one yeah. in paris i mean it's amazing it's definitely something like i really really want to do again because i was unprepared for like the amazing magicalness of <laughs> maybe that's what made it so magical christmas in europe and i more than anything in the world want to go do that again because it was i wish that we had like amazing um, like that these christmas markets or holiday markets were in more places because i think that they are magical and like just to be able to be outside, even when it's like 10 degrees. Although I will say there was at the very end, she came out with just a scarf around her like shoulders in a sleeveless dress. And I was like, it's not winter in Chicago. No way in fucking hell you would be doing that in Chicago. Like you couldn't even, you'd have to be, you have to have one of those full length down jackets in the winter. <laughs> yeah. That's, you can't that's even not just be in like a pea coat. <laughs> that's not Midwest winter, man. <laughs> and they weren't even shivering. Their eyelashes weren't frozen over. <laughs> she didn't have just like frozen hair. There wasn't snow and everything. <laughs> Your lips weren't turning blue. It was just not authentic. I know, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, definitely Christmas market. For sure. Christmas market. Yeah. I think I'd do Christmas market out of the ones I can remember, Christmas market. I thought that the um, the other ones like cooking together and stuff might be fun. But that cake did not look appetizing to me. You did not like the bouche de Noël? 
I, I don't, I think it, it just didn't look that good to me. No bouche de Noel? <laughs> no bouche de Noel. <laughs> it's just a, like a rolled cake. Like a yule log. Yeah, it's a yule log. I know. My mom makes a yule log every single year, but it's chocolate and coconut. That one was like red velvet and something. Yeah. And like, just looked like too much cream. <laughs> It was a lot of a little, cream. A little too sweet for me. But um, I did, th- I mean, I really think the idea of like doing something like that and then having a big ball at the end, I, I, you know, I say this after most movies, but I'm like, why aren't we doing this? Like, there's so many fun, magical things. But then I also wonder, I'm like, how many people don't have, like, I, I feel like if this were, were actually on Christmas, that a lot of people are with family or... I don't think this one was actually on Christmas, though. Was it right before? I think it was before Christmas. Yeah, because she said that because she said that she was going to go home for Christmas. Oh, that's right. Because her grandmother would like kill her if she didn't. (laughs) Yeah. Grandma Sue. Um, Yeah. I think we should do it. Let's make a a scavenger hunt happen, Vicky. (laughs) Along with all of you our other things. We've got a lot of that things we've... that we're, we're supposed to plan. I feel <laughs> like we should have done bar. that this past Christmas. I know, right? Because, that would have been a really good one. Uh, you know, COVID People... didn't really have a ton of shit to do at work. And so we probably could have pulled off like a scavenger hunt and all these things. But well, I, don't, I don't think I'm going to have the bandwidth to do this. Maybe one this day. coming Christmas. I mean, we when we quit our jobs and start our Christmas-themed business, where we only do Christmas, Christmas galas, events, Christmas bars, yeah. <laughs> well, it can just be holiday, like holiday, holiday events. Holiday. We only holiday do events. holiday events, but really a Christmas market outside with mulled wine and German sausage. I can and vegetarian we German can, sausage. We can do we can do mulled wine and make cookies yeah. next year. Yeah, I, mean, I don't actually like mulled wine, but I oh, will drink I do, it. I do like some mulled wine. I drink it. I drink it at that time because it, you know, yeah. it makes you all warm and stuff. But it is rich, you know. It's like an, it's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> a little goes a long way, as you know, when you were going around Paris. Yeah, definitely so, learned a little goes a long way. So I really feel like overall this movie was just, I feel like a lot was maybe cut. Like there were so many different little sub stories that just kind of didn't make a whole lot of sense or just they didn't give us enough to truly care or connect with that. I wonder if this movie was longer. I think it was. I think there was a lot more into it. gonna do what are we what's our ranking system for this one vicky oh um i mean we could do our how many how many dates of christmas i think we go to 12 oh on shit. a scale okay. of one, on a scale of one to 12 what dates scale of christmas. one to 12 dates to christmas what do you rank it jen um this is hard because i I liked the concept. I do, I didn't like the actors and I didn't like the chemistry and I didn't like her being like afraid of her grandma. So <laughs> I think seems so nice though. But apparently she had some sort of guilt trip hold on her. Apparently. I don't understand. I feel like um mostly but I I'm going to give it a f- 3 
and a half out of 12. Out of 12. Wow. That's like a one yeah. out of 10. Well, I've, but I'm going to say it's mostly because um, of Aiden. He came on too strong in the beginning of being such a prick that I couldn't believe that he had like warmed up. Like I just felt like he was going to be like a really controlling partner. <laughs> I just could see it. I could see their future now. He was going to be a dick to her. So um, that's what I'm giving it. Three and a half dates out of the 12 dates of Christmas. So they didn't make it to the Christmas market date, which is the good one. Yeah, they made it to uh, the partridge in a pear tree. Yes. And what about you? Um, I'm gonna give it like like a five point five out of twelve. Um, I so I get I really like still like in the lower part. Too. I know. I know. I um I really liked that Hallmark was doing some women empowerment. Like I yeah, totally. um I'm completely I was I was just really that I was just like, what? What what is happening? Wow, Hallmark Channel, thank you. Thank you for that. Every woman, please listen to this. So um I really like that. And I um again did like the game concept. I thought that was super cute and fun and it was, you know, I like a good scavenger hunt. I read that um, somewhere like in the background, they pass a store that's like Mary Berry or something. Mary. I don't know, but it was a reference to Mary Berry from the Great British Baking Show. Well, I know that I keep that. That's what I'm questioning myself because I was like, it's. but I thought it was Mary, Mary and Berry. And it was like a store that was created in another Hallmark Christmas movie. So they're like worlds were connecting what yes and i saw it i saw it in the background i don't know which movie it is but um that was like in on imdb somewhere so we should look that up don't um, you have like a theory weren't we talking about that once like yes, that they're all connected that they're all connected somehow yes i don't know i haven't like you know fully <laughs> mapped it out but there are connections like that. I mean, think about like Jesse found that most of them are filmed in that one area. So they have like all the same backgrounds, which means that they're in the same world. And this one has a store that was in, that was created in another movie. So I think we need to explore the, how are they connected? I don't, yeah. I don't think they're all connected. I mean, obviously, but I bet some of them are. I think some of them are. Well, this one is definitely. So we should look up. I think what we should look up what movie that is. But it's not Mary Berry I, from the Great British Baking Show. Well, I think it's Mary and Berry. But I'll look it up in a second. I do have some 10 out of 10 reviews. Um, nothing like super crazy that I can see here. But a lot of people felt like they had really great chemistry. Really? This one was like 10 out of 10. Mallory. Oh, wait. Oh, that must be the the actress's name. They're like, Mallory is a classical beauty, and Tyler is handsome and sincere. They have great chemistry. All the actors are great, and the storyline was original. A definite 10. I'm like, these people did not have any, um, any chemistry. This other person said that they'd watch it all year round, and they even DVR'd the movie, so every time they, they can watch it. I mean, I DVR'd it. But that was so you yeah, could watch it. Yeah, it was so we could watch it. <laughs> um, I haven't deleted it yet, though. How they had, like, great chemistry. Really? I yeah. do not feel like they like had Hallmark, great chemistry. 
like it was like some of um they basically were just like talking about how natural and stuff it was real and engaging yeah did we watch a different movie whoa wait can i read you this one it said um somebody at hallmark channel must have been on the naughty list hence the lump of coal of a christmas movie at least coal can be burned to keep you warm which makes it more desirable than this movie as there is no warmth or chemistry between the leads cliche plot lackluster subplot featuring an old home and a lack of repair funds i'd rather be waterboarded with last year's eggnog than have to watch this again <laughs> who is this person i don't know but i, I totally did you write that them. did you no, write it's it, in it. Is I, it yours? God, I wish i did because that's really funny but that's really funny that they even called out the lackluster I subplots love that they would rather be waterboarded with last year's eggnog that <laughs> who are you but they still gave it a two they didn't even give it a one so they like gave it well is, i mean they know. maybe they're like because i who are you <laughs> Because I would really like to meet this person. Thanks for listening to Holly Crap. You can follow us on Instagram at Holly Crap Podcast and on Twitter at Holly C Podcast. Music by the band Milked.